0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. (laughs) Fantasy Football Rewind.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincotta, and we are ready and raring to go right now in the National Football League. There is some huge concerns with Carolina Panthers wide receiver. Curtis Samuel the Chicago Observer says the Panthers are concerned Curtis Samuel suffered a serious ankle injury Monday night Samuel was on crutches with his left leg heavily bandaged following the game the Observer reports the initial diagnosis is a high ankle sprain But the team is concerned the injury could be worse even with a serious Sprain it would knock the rookie out for several weeks It's a tough break for a guy. that was just getting involved in the offense Dirk Cotta thinks that Jameis Winston's shoulder will return this season. From what I know, I do. Cotta says, I know Jameis is planning on playing again. There's no discussion myself of him not playing again. That would be something that would have come up in the future. Winston will sit out at least a week, and Licht has made it sound like he'll miss even more time after that with the return at best uncertain. Winston is a must-hold in standard size leagues. Last night, we saw Jonathan Stewart find the fountain of youth. Jonathan Stewart rushed 17 times for 110 yards in the Panthers' Week 10 win over the Dolphins. It was first 100-yard game of the season. Stewart's previous high was 68 yards in Week 6. He consistently ripped off chunks of yards against the stout Dolphins' run defense wasn't stout last night. The Panthers, the rushers, had plenty of space. Stewart was targeting the passing game. It was one of the few few players held out of the end zone, greatly limiting his fantasy production. And I'll tell you now, we're getting it done with with this guy, Jonathan Stewart. I wouldn't go out there and pick him up, though. I think it was just one of those things. Every once in a while, the uh, old saying was, the squirrel gets the nut. I think this is a case... Of the squirrel getting the nut, Christian McCaffrey rushed five times for 23 yards and one touchdowns on the Panthers' 45 to 21 victory. Week 10 over the Dolphins, he added three catches for 27 yards and an additional touchdown on seven targets. McCaffrey did have many uh, didn't have many touches, but scored twice, find the end zone once last week. It's a refreshing change for fantasy owners. His 50 for seven snap. Share would be concerning if the Panthers weren't winning by a lot over a quarter left, giving third stringer Cameron Otis Payne some work. He'll be an RB2 in the Panthers Week 12 matchup against the Jets after their bye. Devin Bunches of Funches caught five of six targets, 92 yards, and two touchdowns in the Panthers Week 10 win over the Dolphins. Funches finished third on the team in targets but made most of them. His team score came on a screen pass where he caught the ball exploding in space and for a touchdown. His second touchdown came on a jump ball where he made a great adjustment. He'll be solid wide receiver two after the Panthers' bye week in week 11. And he'll be back with Greg Olson though getting some targets there. And Cam Newton, four touchdowns, a run for 95 yards in the win. Cam Newton completed 21 of 35 passes for 254 yards, four touchdowns in the Panthers 45-21 win. Week 10 over the Dolphins, adding 95 yards on five carries as a running back. And I'll tell you what, he's ready. He's raring to go. Cam Newton back getting it done. We'll take a quick break right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. The number one waiver wire pick, I think, in most leagues this week is going to be Green Bay Packers running back Jamal Williams, where Ty Montgomery got banged up with those ribs again. And you're going to have out this week Aaron Jones. Here is Chris Maney talking about Jamal Williams.
2: Is uh, the Packers third string running back, right? <laughs> yeah. Ty Montgomery and Aaron Jones, like I think I kind of predicted last week, have gone down. Uh, so tell me about Jamal Williams. Should we all be rushing out there to pick him up? I don't know if people should
3: be rushing, but, I mean, if you're in a in, if you're in a bad situation where you don't have any running backs, I mean, Jamal Williams may be – and he is. He's the third fiddle there. Um, but at the end of the day, you – I can't even see the camera because there's so much smoke. But um, at the end of the day – you can't ignore a running back that's going to touch the ball 20 times. This is what he did yesterday. He had 20 carries, 67 yards. Yeah, teams may stack the box against Hundley. And that's probably going to be the case. But for a running back who's going to touch the ball this much, you can't ignore especially if you're a Zeke owner. Now, I'm a Zeke owner, and I squeaked by yesterday with um, Theo Riddick. I mean, he, he's, he, he totals 45 yards. He cut a touchdown. That stuff's not going to happen every single week. No. But um, for Jamal Williams, if you need a running back, and now we don't have – the extent of the injuries with Aaron Jones who left that game and for Ty Montgomery who left the game. Ty Montgomery, the ribs, and we've seen it before, so maybe he actually misses a couple weeks uh, again. I think people should grab Jamal Williams if you're in a tough spot. I mean, if you're rolling at the running back position, you don't need him. Maybe you pick him up. Maybe you flip him to somebody desperate. I wouldn't use a a top claim if you don't need him. Mm -hmm. But in my case where I have Zeke and maybe you have have Zeke and maybe you just don't have anybody at that running back position – I'm probably going to use that top claim on him. I mean, the first one, I don't feel great about it. But the third claim, I I typically try to set the alarms for like 3 in the morning, not use a claim, grab somebody. It works out time to time. That's smart. So for Williams, I'm probably going to use it. Now, he's a better pass blocker. Aaron Jones has been kind of burnt over the past couple weeks not protecting the quarterback, so I thought maybe over time that could happen. But with these guys being sidelined, we could see some more play from Jamal Williams. So just have that on your radar. If you need a running back, this is, this is one guy who's going to get some touches. But hopefully before the waiver wire process happens in your league, we'll have some more news on Montgomery mm-hmm. and Aaron Jones. But keep, keep them on your radar.
2: Well, speaking of which, our friend Rob Robb at Badass Kids Entertainment wants to know, who do you like right now, Jamal Williams or Danny Woodhead?
3: Um, I will go Williams. For Danny Woodhead, you know, Danny Woodhead is, is very interesting, of course. And on that first drive... At the start of the season, he was very involved in the offense. But there's a lot of bodies in there. I mean, Woodhead is never going to be the guy that carries the ball 20-plus times like Williams. (laughs) He's going to be a guy that catches the ball here and there. But they still have Buck Allen. They still have Alex Collins. They still have a lot of people uh, hanging around there. So I think Woodhead is a great spec ad in full-point PPR leagues, half-point sure. But in standard leagues, uh, 100% Williams. I'm going for the guy that I think is going to touch the ball more. And I think that's going to be Williams for now. But again, we'll have some more news here in the next... 24, 48 hours, like, excuse me, on these packers' backs.
2: I often find generally as soon as this show is done, a bunch of news comes out. Always, oh, it's, and it's then, Monday at noon.
3: Yeah, It usually breaks you know, early afternoon, so that's all right. So there you go, Rob, Rob. Ask the questions in the YouTube channel. We'll, we'll hit it up throughout the week.
1: I think it's like this, if you got fab money, you got to make the move. You you might need a running back. And what are you going to be waiting for? I can't take it with you. If, if you got a waiver wire claim again, it's week eleven. What are you waiting for? You got to make a move. So be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be aggressive is my play. You got to get it done, and you're running out of time. Now, let's go to Austin Eckler because. What the heck is going on here with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler? These are the questions that we're here to ask. It's almost we're a... here to give you everything you need to know. That is one of the crazy things. Here's well, the guys right here is the guy
2: I've never honestly heard of before until now. Here a- we are. Eckler has been on my roster since week one. Look at how tiny he is.
3: He's very Can tiny. Can we get some? Speaking uh, of smoking some, babies, some look at, Well,
2: yeah, you know that kind of.
3: Yeah, he's very talented, very skilled. I thought at the start of the year when I, you know, I have him because I'm a Melvin Gordon owner. Now I've never mm. started Eckler. I've just had him as insurance because Gordon has had the knee issue, you know, the first few weeks of the season. Now yesterday he didn't look good, and and they went Eckler. Um, a lot and look how small he is. He can't He's even so see his small, body. he can
2: hardly yeah. The
3: snap count still favored Gordon. Uh, he just wasn't productive. And for Eckler, <coughs> the Chargers clearly made a mistake yesterday in trying to run out few. the clock. They've made a ton. I mean what a heart this is such a heartbreaking team. It's so stupid they moved from San Diego and it's still the same team. I mean they tried to run out the game yesterday with a rookie running back in Eckler and what does he do? He fumbles the football. The, the Jags get the ball. They kick a field goal. They end up winning in overtime. I mean, give the ball to Gordon, but that's that's a side point. For, for Eckler, 10 carries, 42 yards. It's the catches to me. I mean, a couple of years ago, a different offense, but a couple years ago with Phillip Rivers, Danny Woodhead had an 80-catch season with, with the Chargers. So I'm not saying that Eckler will have an 80-catch season. Obviously, he's going to have to go off in the next few weeks to even come close to that, but he does have 19 catches on 23 targets. He has three receiving touchdowns. He had two yesterday. I, I'm, I'm not saying to pick them up and start them. I'm saying to pick them up and stash them if you can. If you can't afford it, if you're if you need wins this week, then you're not going to get Eckler. You're going to get Jamal Williams. But if you are comfortable in a playoff spot, start building your team for weeks fourteen to sixteen in case anything happens to Gordon. In case something happens to any one of your running backs, if you're a full point PPR league, this guy can help you out A five catches, seventy-seven yards receiving. So these are just moves to help you know in a couple weeks. It's not. A move that I suggest people should make if you're really desperate at the position. But keep an eye on him, because he's starting to get some play.
2: That reminds me of something I think we should talk about that isn't on the side thing, but I think it's worth bringing up. Is that at this point, if I, if you are a Zeke owner, what are you supposed to do? Do you you're, drop him? Um, I mean... Because he can only come back for like the right. very last thing. It's right?
3: tough. I'm a Zeke owner, and I'm not dropping him. Um, I want to be able to keep him on my team... But I understand if you're in a if you're in a ten team league and your benches are really short, then I understand you need to pick up players and, and to, to help you get to the dance. I mean, you got to get there, and that that at that time anything can happen. Uh, I wouldn't just drop him. I would look to. I mean, if he comes back week fifteen, week sixteen, which is fantasy football championship time. I would originally go to the guys that are first in my league. If you're a Zeke owner and you're not first or second or third, you're near the bottom, I would go to the guy in first place originally. I'd be like, okay, hey, you're in first place. You're running back position. I mean, you're probably fine. You're in first. You have great backs. But, I mean, do you want to take a shot on Zeke? to mm-hmm. have Zeke week 16, fresh Zeke, uh, fantasy football championship time. That could punch your ticket. That could give that you could a be, ship, right? Exactly. That could be the difference. So I would look to those guys near the top of the standings and see if I could just get anything, just something to mm-hmm. help me out. Um, on the other side of that, I would, I would, you never know. There's a hearing, I think December first. I think that's just to kind of to clear his name. It does look like he's going to be suspended for the six games, but who knows, man? Like honestly, anything could happen where he could, he, it could be reduced, maybe to four games, maybe he comes back week 14. I'm not saying that's the case. It looks like week 16 is the case, but I wouldn't just cut him. I would try to flip him to people at the top of the standings. Maybe they can bite, take a flyer on him they're they'd be a bet, they have a better i suppose better shot to take the risk than than you if you're battling for a playoff spot seek
2: um well that's good to know isn't it
4: Know that you can listen to this show live on the award winning Fancy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24 7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours
5: a day.
1: Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely getting it done. Corey Pars, the fantasy executive, went to Dallas, Texas, to see his Cowboys take on. No, he went to Atlanta to see his Cowboys take on the Atlanta Falcons. Didn't work out too well, but he's back. He's better than ever. We're listening to the Game 10 of footballs with the fantasy football frenzy. Number three is Devin Funches. Corey Parsons. Number four and is Matt Sh-
4: Sterling Shepard.
1: Number five is Chester Rogers. And he's counting up, and I don't know what exactly he's counting up. Here is the guys right now from fantasy football frenzy. You,
4: she had her Starbucks coffee in hand. Oh, really? She's looking like a student, huh?
6: Well, I drink Starbucks coffee, too, so... Well, and she know.
4: would be... That's true, too, but she was very studious. You know. okay. Matt, I know you're not a student, Matt. <laughs> veteran, you know what I'm saying? Jill, on the other hand... Grizzled. Grizzled <laughs> veteran. Jill, on the other hand, is 14.
5: So this is, like, her
4: <laughs> summer.
7: <laughs> Who is Jill?
4: Is she, like, an intern or something? I think Jill's on the staff now. Jill, are you on the staff or are you an intern? <laughs> Do you get paid? This is, good. this is good for radio. Oh, oh, okay. So she's doing both. Jill, I can't hear myself. She's doing both. So there you go, right there. Like, there you go, you got to interni- turn that. To be- paid
7: internship? I mean, there's yeah. such a thing as a paid internship. So yeah, you can say I, that. Yeah. I don't
6: get that. When I worked on Wall Street when I was in college. Yeah. I got paid every year. I got $300 a
4: week. Oh, really? Yeah. That
7: was all right. A week, no. wow! Yes. I did an internship with the Norfolk Ties, and I got three hundred a month. We figured out it came to about a buck thirty an hour. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the internship I did internship it was serious, except I didn't get nothing. I worked for them for eight years, and I didn't get nothing either. <laughs> but um, I got them. I mean, never. Let's not get into that. All right, let's talk some fantasy football. Eight four four now, baby. Oh, it's, oh, hey, we on YouTube, baby. Hey, I forgot about that. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? How's everybody Today's doing this morning? It's flying by, man. Yeah, today is, it is going by fast too. It's already uh, after ten after ten a.m. on the East Coast. So, unlike Scott Angle, though, I'm just not gonna go home and like you know. And, and, like, do nothing for the rest of the day. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, I to... and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and play Madden. <laughs> That's what Scott tells me every day. Yo,
6: I'd take you to lunch. Meanwhile, he's out of here at 9.05. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you and Scott got a couple of bets, right? Yeah, I bet
6: him that uh, Eric Ebron wouldn't score. I put the over on, there on touchdowns, seven and a half. Uh, he has the over. Should be good on that
7: one. And yeah. I took
6: Hunter Henry over Eric Ebron. Though Eric Ebron with the touchdown got some points this week, so I should. But this way, I don't think I'm losing the bet, and I should win. And if I win both, then uh, he's gonna be.
7: What's the is the Hunter Henry Eric Ebron a standard or PPR?
6: Ah, uh, PPR. Okay,
7: I was just looking. I was just seeing where they were
4: so far. How close is it? I'm curious.
7: Hunter Henry has 67.9. Ebron has 54.7. All it's gonna take is another two touchdowns from Ebron, and I'll
6: leapfrog him.
4: Can Ebron hold on to the football?
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, that yeah. Henry will have that one big game in the mix. Put somewhere. him over the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm
4: not, and then I'm not really and then Scott gonna have to come in here and rock and <laughs> and um, it's gonna go down. I tell you that much. Wagyu beef. And <laughs> they gonna fly it in. <laughs> All right, let's go. Shout out to everybody in the YouTube feed. Everybody in the YouTube feed, if you are if you've clinched. A playoff berth already. I want you to give us this, goes Miss Lauren. She's so lovely. If you've clinched a a playoff uh spot already, everybody in the YouTube chat, whatever. I want you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up if you already clinched a playoff berth in your league. I want you to give us a thumbs up, everybody in the YouTube channel. If you're
7: hoping to, click the thumbs up. If you're already
4: eliminated, <laughs> click the thumbs up. It's all that's it's coming soon, Jake. <laughs> I'm gonna hit everybody at some point. I want all the ten and zero teams to give us a thumbs a thumbs up too. All the nine and one teams like give us a thumbs up. And I want all the eight and two teams to give us a thumbs up. That's where we're gonna start at.
6: And all the people that played Isaiah Crowell this week, give us a thumbs up.
4: And all the people that played Isaiah Crowell this week, <laughs> give us a thumbs up. That's including so, for me myself. So I don't sorry see y'all to go up there. <laughs> I don't. I played him this week. I played him this week a couple of places. He's RB fourteen in the last month, people. So don't. So don't jump off the bandwagon yet. You know what I'm saying.
0: Yet,
7: <laughs> everybody jumped off three weeks ago along with you, Corey.
4: I think you were the first one diving out. Oh, I was. <laughs> I, was I was. like, I'm out of here. I am out of here. Where's Corey? I was like, I'm going. <laughs> Somebody like Isaiah Crowell. I was like, I'm on. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to talk about it. Got other things to do. I got a phone call coming in, so I can't fool with y'all right now. Let's get to these wide. Listen to this. When I read off the top five wide receivers for this week in the PPR, it's going to shock you. Well, number one is Robert Woods. Number two is Adam Thielen. Number three is Devin Funches. Number four is Chester Sh- I mean, Sterling Shepard. Number five is Chester Rogers. Matt Medeek, if I'd have told you in week one <laughs> that we was going to have a week where the top five wide receivers in fantasy were Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, Devin Funches, Sterling Shepard, and Chester Rogers, you would have said, what the hell is going on?
6: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Thielen, I could see, you know, that that's not shocking to me. But, I mean, maybe Shepard could have a number five one week yeah, yeah. but i mean the occur. other ones i mean chester rogers you had to be pissed if you were a t.y hilton owner and you're watching Moncrief and chester rogers catching 50 60 yard
4: broken coverage it wasn't even like good plays that's the whole thing about it all right jake you don't do the ros ranking scott do the ros rankings everybody that's new to it's fancy football ROS is rest of the season but you know we do Corey. If you ever listen
7: to On Target, when we're trying to figure out where somebody is for the rest of the season, you know what we do when we can't figure out where they should be? Do you know what we do when we're not sure how high or how low we should rank that player? Do you
6: know what we do, Corey? No, tell me.
5: We make a list! (laughs)
6: All right. Oh, so so where did Thielen end up on that list yesterday?
7: Thielen was inside the top ten. Really? For
4: the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. You just made the list. There you go. You made the list. There we go. I there saw go. somebody. Thank I would
6: you. like to give them the credit. I'm not sure who put it out there. But when hell... Healthy... You're a stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>
7: a lot going this is on what we it. do it on Target every single time we do it. This is that, what we do. We've been doing this since like week two of the season.
4: That's 4 p.m. Eastern Time right here on FNTSY Radio.
6: When, you know, I, I guess the games combine feeling and digs when both on the field like number four and five wide receivers
4: that's crazy i love that combination too
6: no it's part, it really is Ebony and i and it would have it would have been the trifector if rudolph would have caught that touchdown instead of the backup tight end was yeah. just
4: sitting there. the guy was wide open so. hey, hey but if we were talking about this this morning how quick before te- uh teddy when is teddy bridgewater going to be the quarterback of this team jay because you know it's coming It was supposed
7: to be week 11, according to their reports, until Case Keenum went out balling last week. Again, I go back to I don't see how you sit your quarterback who has you in contention. And granted, it is Case Keenum, but you're a playoff contending team that right now is in the playoffs. I don't see how you go away from that and all of a sudden put in an unknown. Teddy Bridgewater, even at his best, was throwing almost as many interceptions as he was. Touchdown doesn't have a great deep ball. You don't know what kind of chemistry he has with Dillon. You don't know what kind of chemistry he has with Diggs at this point. I don't see how you flip that switch unless Keenum comes out for the next two weeks and throws one touchdown and five interceptions.
6: Yeah, I kind of got to uh, somebody on Twitter yesterday. said to me, because I was like, I don't know why they would do that. Same thing. Jake was pretty much... Uh, saying and they're like well uh case keenum's playing much worse than his stats indicate and stuff look the guy's pretty much been five and two with this team or six and two with as as a quarterback of this team the veterans i think would really be upset you got a solid defense as you said Kenny bridgewater hasn't played in almost two years and it wasn't like this was Deshaun watson before he went down
4: he did. He, he he was about to beat the Seattle Seahawks in, the, in his last game that he played in. He put the, his team in position to beat the Seattle Seahawks.
6: He had a good game. I mean, he played like you know
4: thirty-two other games. I think the fan base really wants Bridgewater. I don't know how to. I don't know. I think he, he, it'd he, be he, tough he, to. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be difficult to to, to 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 do this. Okay, so I don't think you should lose your job because of an injury, but like. That's a different kind of injury than Teddy Bridgewater had. And the guy that's in there now is getting the job done. No, but if he sucks, then you, then you put Bridgewater in, like Jake said. If he goes out the next
6: this week or next week, the guy just went on the road to Washington, who has a very good secondary, and they yep. put up about 38 points this week. They did every, a good job. I'm feeling and you. And like each of the last five weeks, they're scoring more and more points. So until he fails, if he fails, you
4: got it back. I think option. I'm on the side with y'all, but I'm a Bridgewater supporter. You feel what I'm saying? But I think I'm on the side of you guys. But all I'm saying is he's going to be the starting quarterback, no matter how much we dis- no matter how much we disagree with what the organization is about to do. If Bridgewater's going okay. to be the starting quarterback, Minnesota
6: beats the Rams uh, this week. What are you, uh,
4: who's you say, Jake?
7: I was going to say not if he keeps playing like this, Jason okay. Gays- mm-hmm. Keenum keeps and they keep winning games and they're in the playoffs, he's not coming in. Like again, I go back to it. What was his rookie season 14 and 12 or 14 or 13 or something like that? Next season around 14 and 9 in a full 16 game, he threw the same amount of touchdowns in a 16 game season as he did in a rookie year when he was only 13 How? games as a rookie coming late. I want I just th- don't see why. I want to touch on that. I want to touch play- on
4: that right quick, Jake. That was North Turner and North Turner limited him to playbook.
7: I the, don't care. You're making
4: excuses. The new, yeah. well, new OC is one, not going to limit one, one, him to playbook. Question. Rams come into Minnesota this
6: week. He beats the Rams. How are you taking this guy out? I agree. Next week after that, say he throws three picks or something, you have Teddy Bridgewater waiting. Keep having yep. him practice. Keep getting get healthy. At least you have a nice yep. a possible really good fallback option. You can't take this guy out right now. I'm not saying he's great. And let's talk
7: about what year that was. That was 2015. The guy hasn't played in a year and a half.
4: This is true. I'm a, I agree with you guys. I'm just saying, I think the organization is going to do it. I think the fan base wanted. it. A.J. Green finally had a game. He is, quarter, he is wide receiver. A. He is uh wide receiver six. Golden Tate, wide receiver seven. I love Golden Tate. Like my favorite player in fantasy, Golden Tate and Doug Baldwin. Uh, Brandon LaFell, wide receiver eight. Larry Fitz, wide receiver nine. Juju on that beat, wide receiver ten. Eleventh Jake's guy, Michael Thomas. Twelve, my guy, Devontae Adams. When we come back, game balls right here. Fantasy football frenzy.
1: Fantasy Football Frenzy with Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, Matt Modica, Jake Seely, and the fish is still living. That's an amazing thing. I never thought that would happen. Stay tuned for more from Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> to Fantasy Football Rewind. We're taking a look at the Week 10 Top Plays with Jake Seeley, Matt Modica, and Corey Parson. Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
4: 844-8436-879 Fantasy Football Frenzy. FNTSY Radio, Jill on the one and twos. If you like Jill's music selection, give us a thumbs up in the YouTube chat. Um, Matter of fact, the YouTube people, if your record is seven and three, thumbs up. Your record is six and four, thumbs up. Your record is five and five, thumbs up. Let's get ready for our game balls. <laughs> I see people uh, coming up, lining up on the telephone lines. We got you covered. <clears throat> I want to get to you in a minute. First, I got to find... um where I have my game balls located at. Well, I have it, you know, right here, but I have to pine out my selections. I wanted to give it to C.J. Beathard so bad <clears throat> for beating up on the New York Giants. should do it. I'm not going to do that. I had to go with my guy, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford got it done in week number 10. Matthew Stafford, a guy that I got on a lot of my quarterback, on a lot of my fantasy teams. I was worried about him a little bit, but this week, 17 to 26, 20 to 49 yards. I want him to get to that 300 threshold. He threw one pick. Three touchdowns. I mean, excuse me. He threw one pick, threw three touchdown passes, also ran the ball four times for 17 yards. Matt Stafford, quarterback, Detroit line. Step on up, get your game ball. Helmet sticker for Matt Stafford right here. Let's go, Matty Ice. I know that's not Matty Ice, but (laughs) Matt Stafford, same thing. Sorry, wrong, Max. All-in kid, Jake Seeley. Who's getting your game ball at quarterback?
7: That's the one where I jokingly—I didn't make it my bold prediction, but we joked about it in the preseason. I said that Kirk Cousins could lead his team in rushing touchdowns. Guess what? He's tied for the lead with Rob Kelly after that game with two rushing touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, number two quarterback on the week, thanks to
4: that. There you go, Kirk Cousins. He was—he was another guy that was that I loved. I played this week too. One of my better teams, and Kirk Cousins helped me get a W. He came in real nice. Matter of fact, up until last night, he was quarterback one on the week. Kirk Cousins getting it done. Helmet sticker for, for the quarterback for the D.C. football team. Matt Madika it's time to give out your helmet sticker at the quarterback position. Can we cue the music, fourth floor? Oh, oh the fourth floor. They got music <laughs> for it. All right. Nah. Oh. Uh, we we know who it is. It's Cam. Ah, that's right. Cam Newton gets, Cam Newton, who was QB1 on the week, he gets the quarterback game ball from, from one Matt Medica. Shout out to Cam Newton, Super Cam. Yes, we Cam. Yes, we Cam. Yes, we Cam. Do not at me. Um, <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Let's go out the telephone lines. Let's grab Andrew in North Carolina. Andrew, good morning. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Are you a Carolina Panther fan?
0: um thanks for taking my call i'm actually a packers fan okay, um sorry I'm, I, I moved here but um hey got um seven and three thumbs up to the music uh ppr league i uh, got um christian McCaffrey on a buy um looking to fill in a spot either jamal williams or samaji Perrine in washington um i've been writing on blau pow and forte this year so, uh, so what y'all think
4: all right. Well, it's kind of early in the week for this, but this is the first thing I want to say is we're going. Let's everybody, let's do this together. This Samaje Perine. I don't know who the hell that is. Okay, <laughs> Samaje Perine. We're going to go Sam Pirine, Okay, Andrew. Sam Pirine. And hey, he has to
0: get
4: some
6: notoriety to, to get the name recognition. So <laughs> he has to put some yeah. Come on, let's stop playing. Yeah, I'm not even sure. If hey, Scott. me like yeah, stop playing.
4: <laughs> What's up? That's Sam P. You know what I'm calling saying? i on my one spot this week, by the way. What happened? You had Alex Collins in that spot this week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that work out for you? Well, um,
0: no, uh, just because uh, McCaffrey and the uh, Jets running backs are on by. So I got, I'm got i putting Alex Collins in. Um, Wanted to know what you think the Washington running back or Jamal Williams? All
4: right. So, Matt Madika. Andrew enough North Carolina needs to answer for this question on Tuesday morning. I'm going to go Jamal Williams. All right, so there you go. 844 I appreciate it. No problem. No problem, Andrew. Sam P. Ryan. Um, Let's go out to San Diego and talk to JR. JR, 730 in the morning in San Diego. The sun is probably shining. It's probably 75 degrees. You know what I'm saying? Everything looking mm. upwards. You know what I mean? Junior, JR in San Diego. How you doing? Well, what happened to him? He, he probably left. went for some fish tacos. Yeah, he probably he probably rolled out. He probably rolled out on us. That's sad. Oh, I have somebody else. I have Sergio in California. Sergio, welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. The Washington DC running back name is Sam Pirine. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing this morning? Doing well, thank you very much. All right, so
0: I got kind of an issue here, guys, and uh I wanted to see what you guys think about it before I make any kind of trade moves. Uh um, very good. I have a guy that wants I want I have a guy that wants Hyde for me and uh he's willing to give up either Landry or Tate for him.
4: This is a Senator PPR. So Ooh, this is good. Uh the ten man PPR. Ten team league. Who's your other running back besides Carlos Hyde? Uh, I got Thompson, McKinnon,
0: uh who else I have? Oh, Jimmy White and uh Rock Smith and Woodhead on IR. All right, all right, all
4: right, cool. So you can you can afford to trade Tate. I mean, are you can afford to trade Hyde. Alright, so what what what's the deal? He's gonna send you what's he gonna give you?
0: So, so we were talking right now because he wants Hyde really bad, and I kind of want Landry, and uh, or I can even go with Tate. Uh, my starting wide receivers are Baldwin and Green right now, so uh, mm. I don't know. We wanted to do one for one, but I think I can do either Landry and Cup or Hyde. You know what I'm saying?
4: You want to get Landry and Cup off of him and give him Carlos Hyde?
0: Yeah, because I don't think I'll be able to pull off the Tate for uh, Tate and Landry for Hyde. There's no way he would do that. You know what I mean?
4: What do you think, all in, kid? I like, I like to, t- I like to Tate better, but I'll take Hyde too. I mean, I'll take uh, Landry also.
7: Yeah, it's a fine trade, but it depends on what he needs. So you can say that you want to give stuff up all the time, but it also depends on what that person likes or wants. So that's the problem with making trades. You got to figure out what they're interested in.
6: is it like Tate for Hyde a straight up trade? Is that fair?
4: I mean, I would, I would, I don't know, son. This is a PPR. That's a fair trade. Golden yeah. Tate is the that's man the PPR.
6: Uh, Carlos
4: is an RB one. Yeah, Carlos Hyde is an RB one.
6: Carlos hyde has got over forty catches. I
4: mean, Sergio, you on the right, you on the right track go ahead and send it out as a one for one deal. See if you can get Golden Tate back for Hyde, right? And then after that, if he wanna if he want if he wanna play hardball after that, then you know you still got the pieces to get it done, all right? All
0: right, sweet. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it.
4: Cool, no problem. Sergio. Sergio did the right thing. Call before the trade. You feel what I'm saying? You call after yeah. trade sometimes. You're like, "What the hell? Why'd you do that?" What was he trying to do? Landry and Tate. That was a little. No, he was saying. That, I think he was saying the guy had Landry and Tate and really wanted Hyde. Right. So I don't think he was trying to get both of them. He was trying to give him Hyde and get Landry and Cup. Like you, you, you don't need to do all of that. Yeah, I would just do yeah. straight up. Yeah, that's one yeah. for one deal. Sounds like to me. Uh, oh we
7: well, ha- the Landry Cup trade is not bad if that's the best he can get.
4: No, if he can do that, he can pull that off. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with that. I think he still wins with that one, too. Hey, Tom Burns, we got anybody on the jack? All right, thank you very much for taking care of that for me. Let's get into game balls at the running back position for week number 10 of the NFL season. Unfortunately, I was, I'm was not going to be able to give my game ball at running back to one Mr. Ezekiel Elliott because of uh, Roger Goodell doesn't know what he's doing, but my guy Jerry Jones is going to take care of that for me in a few short weeks. My running back game ball goes to... <clears throat> Not really. I'm not gonna give it to Gurley this week. I gave it to Girlie. I've given it to Gurley a lot. My running back game ball this week goes sixteen carries, ninety yards, one touchdown, also uh one reception for five yards on two targets. It is Mr. Isaiah Crowell of the Cleveland Browns. Isaiah Crowell, come up here and get your first game ball of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Helmet stick of Isaiah Crowell. He gets his first game ball of the season. Crow show. <laughs> Matt Medica is standing up as we give Isaiah Crowell a game ball. What he a surprise.
7: It. He's not present to accept the
4: award. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go right there, Isaiah. If Isaiah Crowell gets your game ball also, give us a thumbs up in the YouTube chat. All in, Kid Jake Sealy. it is on you. Your game ball for... Week 10 at the running back position.
7: I'm going back to the one boy that I've supported for about three years and complained about his usage, and it's been great since the entire time. that no AP's there, and I'll take the other half Mm -hmm. of the other game ball that I'm assuming Matt's going with his. I'm going
4: with Mark Ingram of the Saints. Mark Ingram, running back in the wall and Saints. I was trying to make a trade for you the past month. Not going to happen now. You're getting it done, putting up RB1 numbers. Go ahead, my man, Mark Ingram. You get your helmet sticker. Congratulations. Matt Medica, it's time to give out your game ball at the running back position.
6: Let's go with AK, Alvin Kamara. said so I'll go with yep. the other half of that. Uh, I really did want to go with DeMarco Murray. He, had a, he, he did get a hat trick as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it was pretty much those touchdowns. So we're going to go Kamara.
4: Nice. So there you go. Uh, Oh, shout out to Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. He doesn't get clapped. Yeah, he doesn't get clapped. My bad. I was at number
7: 47. He should have made his number 47. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. AK-47. Oh, that would have been cool, yeah. He got that nose ring, though, so
5: that
4: kind of <laughs> 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 messes up a little bit. The tough guy image is not really there with the nose ring. Um, mm. But if we can work on that, he's still a young man, so there you go, right there. Uh, can, can you chest up, Corey, if you have a nose ring? I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can get it. Like, how about, you see how Enos, Enos Cantor jumped in LeBron's face last night? Like, if you have a yeah. nose ring, you can't do that. You feel what I'm saying? That's <laughs> just my. You just snatch it out the dude's yeah, nose. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just sit down. What are you doing? Get out of my face with your nose ring. It's crazy. It's tripping me out right now. Hey, hey um, who we got, uh, Don Burns? Joe, and... Joe is in Long Island. Joe is in Long Island. Joe, good morning. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. How can we help you today? Good morning, fellas.
0: I got two quick questions for you. I got a uh, waivers running today at twelve o'clock noon. That's why I'm calling at about noon. Wait wow! The okay. And just from this point on, I got the waivers running at noon. I don't know why this is something new this year, but it is what it is. So I got uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Perrine, uh, Pirine and Eckler. How would you write those?
4: Are you a Melvin just Gordon? Like Are you a Melvin Gordon owner? I am not. Then, then yeah, uh, Williams. P. Ryan and Eckler, Jake says Williams, P. Ryan and Eckler. I agree with that. What do you think, Matt Medica?
6: I, I have P. Ryan on a team. I really don't like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
4: might put Eckler number two. I can see that too. You know what I'm saying?
6: Especially with Kirk
4: Cousins running touchdowns. Sam P. Ryan has not been getting it done. A, a. Um, we come back. We got. Did we do running backs yet? Yeah, because I gave it to Crow. We got to do the wide receivers. So there you go right there. We got the wide receiver games balls to give out. Also, your telephone calls, 844-843-6879. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio.
1: There you got it. We got to take a break, too. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here, absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you, I got hope for all you people that long on the young players and hope for the next young player to come around. I got one. Guy you love from the preseason. Jaguars coach Doug Marone said, Didi Westbrook is ready to return from the injured reserve this week. Westbrook has been eligible to return for two weeks, but the Jaguars have been taking things slowly with the rookie. That is no longer an option with Alan Hearn's sideline Westbrook should be activated at some point this week, and he will play in this Sunday's contest. Byron Marshall, signed by the Washington Redskins, as a running back from the Eagles practice squad. Washington needed to add someone to the backfield with Rob Kelly, expected to miss multiple games. He's an undrafted sophomore out of the University of Oregon. He gained 64 yards on 19 carries with the Eagles last season. And it's interesting, when you become a quarterback that's a top 12 quarterback and you have one bad game and then the coach has to answer questions about whether you're still the quarterback the new york jets head coach todd Bowles said they'll stick with josh McConnell as a starting quarterback the jets have bryce petty christian hackenberg waiting in the wings but Bowles says the only way the young quarterbacks will get in the game is if something happens to josh at 4-6 heading into the bye the jets are not going to make the playoffs but that does not mean they are ready to throw in the towel yet McCown is a low-end quarterback, too, against the Panthers after a bye-a-week. Ed Dixon caught three of five targets for 33 yards in to the touchdown. Panthers, a victory over the Dolphins. Dixon's touchdown came on a laser from Cam Newton, which he did a good job snagging out of the air. Greg Olsen, though, nearing a return. And now that will be the end of Eddie Dixon. He did so well. He just wanted it more. He'd go back in the huddle and say, who wants it more than me? Get me the ball. Julius Thomas. Nobody wanted more than him, man. Thomas caught two of five passes, eight yards and a touchdown week 10. Thomas unsurprisingly regressed after his six for 84 in a touchdown game last week. His touchdown came on a shovel pass from two yards out. He shouldn't be used at all, but I know one guy in the leagues. I was uh, looking at, played him, and I'm like, "Oh my God, are you crazy? How did you get that done?" But sometimes, every every once in a while, they say the squirrel gets the nut. Stay tuned for more fantasy sports radio. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. Back and more after this.